Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, your journey, our passion. And by Dow Automotive Systems, improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. Welcome to AutoLine Daily. In today's show, Land Rover launches a contest that's out of this world. Lexus, Hyundai, and Audi reveal new cars and a forever solution to your brake line worries. But now let's get to today's top stories. Sales of electric cars are minuscule, but they continue to grow much faster than the overall market. Wartz reports that last month's sales of EVs shot up 50% in the U.S. market. So let's dive into the numbers to see how the different models stack up against each other. The Nissan LEAF is clearly in the lead, with sales three times greater than the Tesla Model S, or BMW i3. But how about that i3? Selling over a thousand units shows it could be a serious contender in the segment. The Fiat 500e is the best of the rest, and we're surprised to see the Smart 4.2 so far up the list, beating out the Ford Focus and Toyota RAV4. Then we see a big drop down to the Chevy Spark, the Honda Fit, Mercedes B-Class, and finally the Mitsubishi i. There, now you know more about the sales of electric cars than 99% of the people in the industry. And in other EV news, Tesla selected Nevada as the site for its first Gigafactory. The $5 billion facility will allow the automaker to build a mass-market EV, and by 2020 will be producing more lithium-ion batteries than were made worldwide last year. Now, back in January, we got a peek at the high-performance version of the Lexus RC Coupe, called the RCF. And now we're getting all the details on the production model. Here's some of what we didn't know before. It's powered by a 467-horsepower 5-liter V8, which will be mated to an 8-speed automatic with four selectable driving modes. It will offer electric power steering, a torque-vectoring rear differential, and LED front headlights. Inside, the driver will be greeted by a digital TFT display that changes depending on what mode the car is set to. A touchpad can operate infotainment controls, and the driver can even control the amount of intake and exhaust noise with what Lexus calls active sound control. The press release doesn't say when the RCF will hit the streets, but it will be sold as a 2015 model. Recently, Hyundai revealed sketches of the five-door version of the next-generation i20 compact car, and now the company is showing off a wild coupe version. There isn't much details about the cars other than they were designed and developed at Hyundai's design center in Germany. So that probably means we won't be seeing the i20 in North America. Audi just updated the A6. It gets some minor tweaks to the design, including the grille, air intakes, bumpers, and front and rear lights. Inside, it features an updated infotainment system, which comes with an 8-inch retractable screen. Under the hood, the A6 offers a variety of engines. Three TFSI units with power ranging from 190 to 333 horses are available, and five TDI engines ranging from 150 to 326 horsepower are the other choices. The engines are paired with several different transmissions depending on the setup. These updates are for the European market, so we'll have to wait and see which ones will make it to North America. The A6 goes on sale this fall in Germany with a starting price of 38,400 euros or about $50,000. Earlier this week, Land Rover introduced a new compact SUV 
called the Discovery Sport, and as a part of that launch, the company unveiled a contest that is out of this world. Land Rover, along with Virgin Galactic, is giving four friends the opportunity to travel into space. To enter the competition, you must submit a picture or a 30-second video that demonstrates your spirit of adventure along with the friends in your group to the website www.landrover.com backslash go to space. The competition, which runs until the end of October, is open to residents in 40 countries. Winners will be announced in December. This sounds like a lot of fun to me, and it should be a real blast. Coming up next, I'll take you inside the Autoline garage with a look at a better solution than stainless steel for rusting out brake lines. Here's one of the great things about the all-around performance of our Dueler tires. Excellent traction! Do you need a ladder? Yes, I do. Okay. At Bridgestone, our passion for performance knows no bounds. Last time in the Autoline garage, I warned about poorly routed brake lines that can rust out. But now I want to tell you about a relatively new product that will get rid of your brake line worries forever. 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 Autoline Garage is brought to you by Bridgestone. Your journey, our passion. Traditional brake line is made from steel, but as I pointed out last week, it can have its drawbacks. Some of the people in our comments section said that stainless steel line would be best to use because it will last longer than the cheap steel stuff, which is true. But there's yet another alternative that's even better. It's called NICOP and is made up of copper, nickel, iron, and manganese. NICOP is DOT approved, meets SAE standards, and has the strength and structural integrity of steel line. Its main selling points are it does not rust or corrode and is much easier to bend than steel line. And just to prove how easy it is to bend, check out this YouTube video I found. Plus, it doesn't require any special tools and it can even be bent, then bent back again without kinking. Nikop is more expensive than steel line, but it's really not too much more. Even still, some of you may say that steel brake line is really not that hard to work with, so why should I spend the extra money? I say the ease of use and the amount of time it can save you will far outweigh the extra cost. Not to mention, if you've ever had the unfortunate task of making fuel, oil, or transmission lines, which are harder to bend because they're a larger diameter and sometimes need to be more precisely made, you can really start to see the benefits of NICOP. Other than the slightly higher price, there is one drawback. You have to be more careful flaring the ends of the line because it's such a soft material. It needs a straight cut, so make sure your cutting tool cuts true and don't reef down on your flaring tool when making the flare. I did make an improper flare just to show you what it would look like. So if you ever need to replace any steel line, try out NICOP. It's all I ever use and it will make your life a whole lot easier. But that's it for today's show. Thanks for watching and have a great weekend.
Wards is the industry leader for news, data, and analysis. That's why companies across the globe subscribe to our premium service, maybe even your own. Log in for subscriber access now. Check your company's intranet for details and rely on wardsauto.com to keep you informed.